Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and boy do we got a lot to talk about today. That's why I'm really glad that my friend Amanda Walker is here, first time on the podcast to talk about it with me. Amanda, what's going on? Oh, not much. I'm just over here kind of freaking out, kind of nervous to be on this podcast, not going to lie. But I'm excited to be here, and I have some pretty exciting things to talk about with you guys. Yes, we have a bunch of things that we're going to talk about today, and you don't have to be nervous, Amanda, but you do have one thing we have to do first, and that is what kind of beer are we drinking today? All right. This is a Voodoo Ranger special release Atomic Pumpkin Yep, it's by New Belgium. New Belgium. I'm excited. I love pumpkin. Well, here. I'll give you the honors. Go ahead. I got to reach across the table to pass this. We we used to have another um, bottle opener, but I don't know where it went. We don't have many followers, so the studio production value isn't that high yet. (laughs) Come on, Nick. (laughs) All right, hold on. Let me crack it open, too. Cheers. Let's taste it. Tastes a lot like a fat tire, but was actually it's pretty spicy. It's got yeah, a spice to it. It's got a little spice at the. It's pretty nice. At the end. I bet you our friend Jeff, uh, Jeff Warner would like this. It kind of has cinnamon taste. I like it. Well, um, you guys, I would highly recommend this beer. It's our last festive beer for the Halloween season, but that is over. It is November first today, and we have to move on to sports in just a second. Um, here we go. Beer number one. All right, so today is game seven of the World Series of Baseball. Houston versus L.A., they are playing right now. We don't have the game on because I don't really like baseball that much, but I figured I should just talk about it for a second. Justin Verlander pitched yesterday for Houston but did not get the win. He is still winless in World Series games. Tonight, Hugh Darvish goes up against somebody else that Houston has. Amanda, I'm I'm not sure if you're following this series at all. Can't random, say I am. <laughs> <laughs> oh, random guess. Who do you think wins? The Houston Astros, Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros, or whoever the Dodgers have? Verlander. So you're picking Houston to take the Game 7 win away in L.A. I guess so. All right, we'll see. I'm taking the Dodgers, so probably talk about more next week i'll try to get a baseball guy on for you um before we get to the main topic for sports a few things happened that i want to mention nfl trade deadline was yesterday no the lions did not train eric ebron unfortunately but some other big things happened and kelvin benjamin from the panthers was traded to the bills for a third round pick or something a third and a seventh uh, which is, doesn't make sense to me for the panthers perspective they seem to be contenders this year because the nfc is wide open and, but the Bills it makes sense for the Bills, but I don't know what they're doing. Um, Jay Ajayi from the Miami Dolphins was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, who are the best team in the league right now. So that just helps them. He's a running back. They gave up a fourth for him. Dwayne Brown was traded to Seattle from Houston, and there is a little bit of controversy surrounding this one. Um, the Houston, I don't know if you heard about this, Amanda, but you can chime in on this. The Houston owner said, was there, I'm not sure what it was. I'll have to look it up, but said something along the lines of you can't have the inmates running the prison 
in regards to the players kneeling or something. Oh, okay. And then this guy, the guy that just got traded from the Houston Texans, oh, he got traded away, like spoke out against it, and then was traded the next day. <laughs> oh, scandalous. Right, yeah, I know, it's fucking stupid. I've talked so much about kneeling on this, so I probably don't need to get into this. Um, before that, Marcel Darius was traded. One of the best defensive players in the game was traded to Jacksonville to make their defense even better. And... Jimmy Garoppolo from the New England Patriots, their backup quarterback who shined in the games that he was starting while Tom Brady was uh, suspended, was traded to the 49ers, which makes the least sense of them all because (laughs) the thing this is is last year, and they are already 0-8 and out of any contention for anything except for the first-round pick, which is what they want to get, and if anything, this is going to hurt their chances in that. Um, And not a trade that that should have happened but didn't happen. Uh, the Browns tried to trade for A.J. McCarron, giving up way too much. I believe more than what San Francisco gave up for Jimmy Garoppolo. But they are idiots, and they did not file the paperwork in time, thus making them definitively the worst franchise in the NFL. <laughs> and we, as Lions fans, thank them for that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that statistically? <laughs> uh, I think so. I mean, they they used to be good before, but then their team moved to a different city, but then a new franchise opened up and still called themselves the Browns. But, you know, we went 0-16, but we got some life right now, you know. We've been to the playoffs recently. <laughs> gotcha. I'm not a v- football fan at all, and I really can't contribute much to the football conversation, but I was with some of my college friends uh, from Central, and they I just found out that J.J. Watts, is that his yeah. name? Yeah, mm-hmm. J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt. He went to Central Michigan, yeah. so mm-hmm. fire up chips. I was excited to find out about that. There's a lot. Antonio Brown, Eric Fisher. There's a lot of mm-hmm. uh, football players that went to Central, so that was exciting. Yeah. You know, the, the cool thing is, like, Antonio Brown, the receiver from Central, mm-hmm. he's the best receiver in the game. J.J. Watt, he got injured this year, mm-hmm. but he's the best defensive end in the game. Eric Fisher, kind of garbage, but... <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't. I don't. I don't watch him play. I don't know. But at Central, he was good. Dan Lefever. <laughs> he, he think he plays for Canada. <laughs> CFL guy. <laughs> but there's a lot of professional yeah, football players that from Central that go on to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it, it's just cool to um, must be have a good part coaching of that. Over there, they beat a big school last year. I mean, it was kind of like a technicality, but they beat them. Uh, like a really high-ranked one. But, yeah, I mean, I, I root for Central, along with most other Michigan schools except for Michigan. I like yeah. Michigan State the best. I like Michigan State, too. Nice. All right. Um, Papa John CEO John Schnatter, Schnatter claims the NFL protests have hurt business, and their stock is down 5% since the beginning of the season. I believe he said that they should have nipped the kneeling problem in the bud before any of this got out of control talking about like with Colin Kaepernick so more people trying to tell black people when is it okay to protest you know fuck you Papa John's uh this is just gonna hurt your business more because people like me aren't gonna order from you anymore (laughs) us snowflakes (laughs) I didn't I honestly didn't hear about this Papa John's scandal it just came out today and it's not really a scandal it's just a comment he's called the owners weak from not for not controlling this ah 
Gotcha. And it's like the owners, it's not about them having control. It's about them letting the players express themselves. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I know. It just seems like there's so much media and drama related to football right now. And it's like, can we just focus on the game and forget about um, all the politics around it? Right. And it doesn't help that this is one of the like worst football seasons in terms of rewatch value. Sorry if you can hear my dog barking. And it's not Halloween here, but she thinks it is. Oh, yesterday they were terrible. I don't know if this is considered sports or entertainment, but I recently found out that um, Justin Timberlake is going to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. That's both. Okay, so. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Uh, I'm sure my sis- my future sister-in-law, Anna, is really excited about that. Yeah, so what I heard is that he's going to be doing the, the, the halftime Super Bowl show and there was um, some controversy around this because um, you remember probably five years ago with the Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake and oh, him oh, ripping should... off the <laughs> yeah. her little uh, thing covering... Wardrobe malfunction. Yeah, wardrobe malfunction. And so Janet Jackson is actually banned from ever performing in the Super Bowl. Oh, really? And so people are mad because they're like, well, why can Justin Timberlake... Yeah, that's Perform. true. Another another example of, you know, sexism. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Cuz if Janet Jackson is banned, then Justin Timberlake for sure should be. Yeah, and then people were saying He's it was He's the one that undressed her. And it, I don't really know, um, but people are saying it was like intentional, like that he ripped off um part of her little boob thing mm-hmm. purposely. I'm I'm not sure. I really can't. I'm pretty sure it came out. I don't remember. It was years ago, obviously, mm-hmm. but I remember Everywhere I was, I never, I didn't watch it on TV, but I remember like all the parents get a little upset because there were some kids there watching. I think we were kids when we, we were, were watching yeah. it. I was like, <laughs> what Super Bowl was that? I don't even know what was going on. It, it I remember I was at my friend Alex's house uh-huh. with, with Erica actually, and I remember. Wow. Mm-hmm. I hope Justin Timberlake like shows a cock on there or something. Mm. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, okay, so, as you all know, because we've talked about it on this podcast before, I play a lot of fantasy football. Um, currently, I'm doing pretty well in my league, not the best, but I'm up there. Um, Amanda, how is your fantasy going? Well, I don't play fantasy football, Nick. That's right, <laughs> she doesn't. She does something else. Why don't you tell the people about it? Okay, I'm... I'm kind of excited to talk about this, and I've actually been talking with a lot of people about this fantasy league that I've been doing with some of my girlfriends. So, uh, basically, me and my girlfriends were getting irritated with all of our boyfriends and (laughs) friends because they constantly were talking about their fantasy football conversation, always about football, and us girls were like, we can't contribute to this conversation, and it's just like they were so obsessed with their fantasy football teams almost like they were in like an affair with somebody else because they just constantly were talking about it so we decided to make our own fantasy football league and it's called the bitches bowl and what we do is we draft 10 hot male celebrities and (laughs) compete against each other weekly um on who is hotter so we actually have like a draft night similar to what they do in fantasy football. Uh, we have a trophy. We have a buy-in with a bottle of wine. And then me, who has no life, I actually created a website and a voting <laughs> methodology to it. Uh, um, so I, I honestly think this is the best idea ever. I really like it. And 
I'm so happy you guys. This is what, your third year? This is our third year. I um, So we created the, this website this year, and I'm like established in 2013, I think. <laughs> um, and um, the voting is every single week, one of your male celebrities is going to compete against another team's male celebrity, and then everybody votes who they think is... Um, hotter and then at the end the points are totaled we have playoffs similar to um, oh you guys have playoffs now yeah we have playoffs nice. when do those start um it's going to be the ninth and tenth week okay um so currently you're in the lead <laughs> i'm you? in the lead yeah <laughs> the girls are not happy i think i have seven points you have eight oh I'm, do i have eight yeah. okay and I, then Christina. I'm, I'm a big fan of this league. <laughs> I talk about it with Melissa all the time. <laughs> we Oh, and we have a draft board, too. We decorate it with all these pictures of hot male celebrities. I am in the process of getting this idea trademarked or copyrighted, <laughs> FYI. Um, but so, yeah, so it, I think I'm in the lead right now. Christina is right behind me. And I think uh, somebody, I don't know who else. I think it's Lindsay. Yeah. Lindsay's behind, too. So... We'll see who wins. Uh, I think we're we're in week six. I post every Sunday. I post um, new set of scoring, so it's kind of fun because Mike's doing his mm-hmm. fantasy football, and then I'm like, oh, I got to do my fantasy football stuff too. <laughs> and so I I work on the scoring every Sunday, and um, we have a blast. We made T-shirts this year, um, and uh, our logo is a high heel d- dug into a football, saying there are other ways to score. Yes, awesome logo. Yeah. So we, we really gotten creative in it, and it's really developed through the years, and we have a good time. We have a ton of fun doing it. Yeah, from what started as an excuse to have a girls' night turned into uh, something you guys like actively do for the fall. Yeah, and I the more we talk about it with our friends, they're like, I want to do this. How do I sign up? And my girlfriends are trying to get me to actually like do kits of... Um, like, I know. I tell you, Amanda, I'm yeah. always down to help. And then I have a friend who is going to try to connect me with a programmer so I can actually get this um, as like an actual website or some sort yeah, of yeah. app if you can or make something. It a, I mean, you, if the way you have it now, you could easily make it an app because mm-hmm. like it's if it's just voting between people in the league, mm-hmm. that's easier than like because when we do it, like it would be impossible for me to make a fantasy football app because like it's based on what other players do and I'd have to like I'd have to manually put in like every single player but for you it'd be a lot much much simpler just because you're voting between right what it is and all right so I've got some ideas okay <laughs> all right I'm sure you do <laughs> okay so the goal of this is to to like kind of like make this uh, like kind of like a mirror fantasy football right yeah so the only di- you guys are pretty much there the only difference is so we have our um, lineups. It's consisted of a quarterback, three wide receivers, mm-hmm. two running backs, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense, mm-hmm. and then bench players. So I my my suggestion would be because you guys just draft hot guys out of any anything, right? Right. It can be singers, athletes, uh, actors. One year, Sean Davidson made the cut. Yep, <laughs> which is one of our friends. <laughs> <laughs> so my idea would be to have like okay, so your quarterback said you'll have you. You draft one like rock star, singer, whatever along okay. that lines. Like three actors, because that's gonna be the where it's gonna be the most hot mm-hmm. people. Um, maybe uh, one professional sports player, 
And, well, not, yeah, draft is whoever you want, but you have to start them in the lineup every week. And then you draft also one of your friends. <laughs> one of your friends? <laughs> that would get real interesting. That would be funny. <laughs> and uh, then I think you, then, uh, then what would you do? Would you vote for, so you're playing a team against team, right? Well, so for example, it will be like Justin Timberlake versus, I always say Ashton Kutcher. And mm-hmm. so you, you have to vote which one you think is hotter. So it's really like. I'd say JT. Your first, your first player versus another team's mm-hmm. first player. So this year, I we pretty much, our first two rounds, it was like all these really hot celebrities. And now that we're getting towards the bottom, it's like mm-hmm. whoever we could think of. And so I think they're really, we should have staggered like good players at the bottom and good players at the top um, and made it um, a little bit different, a little bit more strategy because right now it's like, we don't even know these, some of these celebrities. I'm like, who is this? I'm not sure who this is. (laughs) You have to just look at a picture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, you can find some, uh, some secret stars over there. Like no one knows about them, but you know about some really hot guy. Mm Mm-hmm. We have fun though, and um, I I just am really I can't believe that this idea has actually like taken off. It just started with a conversation between me and Melissa, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's how it started, and then next thing we know, we're actually doing it. So, it, it we we have a good time. I know one of my uh, my my brother, my older brother Jeff, one of his cousin, who's like one of our friends too. You've met her. Her name's Dana. Um, <laughs> she texted me once, and she was like, "Oh my god." Like some of my girlfriends are doing a bachelor fantasy draft right now. I'm mm. like, and she was like, kind of like bitching about it, you know, because she's not very girly or anything. And uh, I was like, oh, well, my friends draft a bunch of hot guys, but I think it's really cool. <laughs> and it is it offensive? Do you find it offensive? Because I could see how some guys would find it off- like, no, offens- I don't. it's mainly based off looks. Right. It's very superficial, it's, but it's it's just, you know, just for fun. Right. No, I don't think... I think PC culture sometimes goes a little bit too far. And, you know, especially if it's... It's nothing mean you guys are doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're a sexualizing man. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it, it's, it is, no matter what, it's still different between... Um, if, like, guys were sexualizing a girl. That's different. Because of a whole different dynamic than a man or a girl sexualizing a guy. I mean, we're not saying it's totally okay, but you guys aren't causing any harm and it's just for fun. You know, I don't know. I don't mind it. Do you, would you, what would you think if uh, a bunch of guys did this? Well, that's what I thought about in my head. Like, okay, if the roles were reversed and guys were drafting Mm -hmm. hot male or hot female celebrities, would it be this big ordeal? For me, no, I, I would... I would be helping my boyfriend draft. I'd be like, oh, this girl's hot. This girl's hot. You know where it would get iffy? (laughs) Hmm. Is if, like, say, Croc drafted one of uh, your friends. (laughs) Well, that's why we wouldn't do friends. That gets a little weird. Yeah, a bad idea on my part. I I guess I just wouldn't care from, from the other way, I don't think, but... The only other thing I could think of is, like, let's say my boyfriend decided to draft, like, 10 female blonde hair really <laughs> tall celebrities and i'd be like what the heck <laughs> oh because because amanda is short with brown hair <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Um, but hey, maybe who knows? Maybe you guys should do it. Or we also talked about. I think it'd be fun if we did a, yeah. a guy version of this, just to see how bad it got. <laughs> we also talked about because we've been doing hot male celebrities for three years, and we talked mm-hmm. about switching it up and actually doing females one year. Because we're using, a lot of the times, we're using the same yeah, males yeah. over and over. So we're like, oh, well, let's put a twist on it. Let's do females. Yeah. Um, but we haven't got there yet. Or maybe, maybe, oh, maybe instead of, like, drafting each one by position, like, you just switch it up, like, the category each year. Like, maybe you do celebrities one year, athletes one year, chicks one one year. It would be hard to do athletes. I, I barely know any athletes. Well, you have to do some research. It's fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> One year you guys just actually play fantasy football. <laughs> no, I'm I know nothing about football. I, I'm I I couldn't tell you a single thing. Although I am starting to ask questions when Mike has it on the TV on Sundays. I'm like, oh, what is those two numbers up there in the screen? What does that mean? Or, um, you know, when it says like third and seven. Yes, third down, yeah. seven yards to go. Yeah, I he asked me what it meant. I didn't know. Did he get annoyed? <laughs> no, he was he was he was fine. Mm-hmm. Nice. But I'm I'm starting to learn a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, football is the toughest sport to learn all the rules to. You know, like baseball, pretty easy. I mean, everyone grows up knowing that. And then hockey and basketball. I mean, you can watch five minutes and you're like, oh, get the ball into the other net. Duh. What's your favorite sport? I like hockey, of course. Um, Oh, oh, I did play softball. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I did play softball for, was it two seasons? Yeah, I was a substitute the second season. And um, I had a lot of fun playing. I I was the worst one on the team. Um, And this was just last year. Mm Yeah. but, you know, the more I played, the better I got. And uh, I actually caught a few balls. I played in the outfield or I was catcher. Um, so I had fun with that. And that kind of was just a risk I took where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Let's give it a shot. Mm-hmm. I, I never really played team sports. It was a co-ed team. I knew only one person on the team. <laughs> <laughs> but we had we had a good time. Yeah, that's awesome. But of course, I love watching hockey. I love the Red Wings. Uh, I like the Tigers. Go to the Tigers games every year for my birthday. I hate baseball games. So <laughs> boring. You went a couple of years for my birthday. I'm sure I have. <laughs> I just love going. I just love watching baseball. I, okay, I would like going to baseball games, but I could not imagine going to a baseball game by myself or with just one other person. Oh, I, I've definitely went with other people. We, we have a great time. And then... I mean, the Red Wings, I would hope to make to make it to a game this year. Check out the new LCA. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I went for a Pistons game, but not a Red Wings game yet. Oh, you went to the arena? Mm-hmm. How was it? It's beautiful. Um, like, inside it looks, it seems empty in there. There's, like, no one there. We, we like, we're in the upper mm-hmm. part, but we snuck down fairly easily. And got, we snuck, like, to three different places. But I think a lot of the thing is like people are just eating because there's restaurants you can right. like sit down restaurants like all over the concourse and you can, there's they're all full so it's like okay maybe that's where all these people are maybe they don't care yet I don't know a little worried about that but that's probably just because our teams suck right now 
so you and I and uh, Melissa and Mike, we actually went there um, to check out the arena. And what I mm-hmm. thought was so interesting, I don't know if you already talked about this, but what I thought was so interesting is that you can actually like hang out in the concourse and they had that little cove area where you, mm-hmm. with the big screen where you can watch the game yep. outside mm-hmm. and drink a beer for free. Um, that's where we went. That's oh, that's where you went. That's where we that's where we got into. So we walked right by that. Okay, was there people out there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. See that I think that's so great. And and but you the, can drink a beer for free. Well, you okay, you can't drink the beer for free. <laughs> <laughs> I, I missed can, that part. You, I, I worded that wrong. You can watch the game for free outside of the arena. <laughs> you have to buy a beer, but you can walk around that little concourse area just holding a beer. Yeah, the concourse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the out, the outside concourse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. And they had a beer garden. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the Budweiser Beer Garden. Yeah, so I, I mean, I'm but excited here's a, about here's it. Here's the thing. You yeah. can't smoke cigarettes anywhere inside the stadium. Well, maybe you shouldn't smoke then. Right, but I'm saying it's a little... I mean, it's going to annoy people, and people are probably going to smoke anyway. Mm. I'm sure they'll figure that out. But maybe people like, just need to Like, my dad and Joanne smoke. went and saw Kid Rock, <laughs> Kid Rock there, and they couldn't smoke anywhere, so they just ended up smoking. Like, either in the beer garden or at their seats. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be great and i i think it's it's just gonna help build detroit even more even more so than it has do you want me to share some of the red wings stats let's hear it uh, the red wings right now yeah go ahead all right so red wings right now they've won six games they've lost six games the last game that they played against arizona they won mm, yeah my boy larkin scored two points two, of him two points two points Two goals, sorry. No, I mean, po- points could mean something else. Like, points, in, does it say, did it say points when you looked up the stats? No, it was like he scored two goals. Oh, okay. Well, it says, because in hockey, points are given, like, if you score a goal or if you get an assist on a goal. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. So he could have got, like, a goal and then, like, one assist. I think he got two goals. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully that guy does good. The Revenues kind of need him because they're in bad shape right now. Yeah, he's my boy. I, um, he's, I, he's I, I keep... I keep trying to add him on Facebook, but you won't add me. <laughs> I'm like, just accept it already. <laughs> no, I love Larkin, love Tatar, um, love Mrazic. Uh, I just I just love all the Red Wings. Even though I know it's not the best season, I always will be a huge Red Wing fan. It's in my yeah. blood. My mom's a huge fan. Mike's a huge fl- fan. Um so I don't care if if they win or lose. At the end of the day, I'm always gonna be a Red Wing fan. Yeah, your your basement, your bar in your basement, growing mm-hmm. up, pretty Red Wings decked out. It still is. We have all those bobbleheads, Scotty. Yeah. We have I have the Scotty Bowman bobblehead. Um, oh, I loved Scotty Bowman. Back I know. In the day. Me too. I I miss old Red Wings. Me too. I know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I miss it so much. Like Iserman, Lidstrom. Yeah, hockey was my first favorite sport, and grew up loving it was not was not uh well off enough to play it i remember my fourth grade teacher or yeah my fourth grade teacher dated a red wing player miss Rowe. yeah I, did she I, date? I don't i can't remember off the top of my head but he came to our classroom one time really and she yeah she was just <laughs> and then my aunt also dated a red wing player who my aunt jen no, yeah, what uh, Red Wing player? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> Come I'm, on. I don't know. I have a bad memory. You know this. Um, I mean, I did ask Mike. I said, hey, if I had the opportunity to go on a date with a Red Wing player, would you let me? And he said yes. Of course he would. 
he'd want to go with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just so you boys know, <laughs> you can take me on a date Dylan if you Dylan want. Larkin, if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, so their next game is against Ottawa on November 2nd. So. Which is tomorrow. It is this. It is. Jeez. So let's... Um, Are they home or away? I think they... I don't know. Well... Whatever. I mean, this podcast <laughs> comes out tomorrow, so that information is pretty useless. <laughs> mm. Well, let's just hope that um, we can keep winning some games. Yeah, well, the Red Wings' problem is that they're too good to be really bad, so they can't bottom out like the Tigers are doing right now. Like, you know, the Tigers got the first pick in the draft because they lost, well, they traded away everyone good on their team. and I know. Now they're garbage, and they're going to be garbage for a long time. Dude, who did they? Who did they trade that was like really good? Re- Justin Verlander. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the heck? That's so crazy. I can't well, believe you, they you did that. Well, you have to. You they weren't going anywhere, and they you gotta. The only way to get better is to be bad for a while, because you get like top picks of the young guys. I know that's what Mike said. Mm-hmm. He's like, and even with the Red Wings, he's like, I want them to be bad this year. That way we can get some top picks or whatever. I'm like, that's a messed up. That's, that's the only way. It's the only way. It's I mean, it's a lot harder in in hockey and basketball. Like football is the easiest because mm-hmm. there's like a lot of parity in that league, and teams can jump up from being like really bad one year to being like in the Super Bowl the next year. But like hockey, it's like it's really important to be bad for a while, like for not just a year. It's like that in football too, isn't it? Yeah, but like football, you can be bad for like just one year and then get better the next. Like hockey, you got to be bad for like five years. Mm, so gotcha. we're in the dark, the dark days. The dark days. <laughs> you know what I think is cool? I think um, for this podcast, you need to start getting like callers. Like, all right, callers, call in if you. It's not a live. It's not a live broadcast. Though. I know, but <laughs> wouldn't it be fun if you're like, all right, callers, no, yeah. call in and tell us your opinion about. The bitches bowl or something. <laughs> like I would love that. That'd be so fun. I mean, fun. I guess I could live stream the podcast on Facebook, but no, not <laughs> this one. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it would be cool to like. Or, ooh, I got an idea. What if you did like, um, people could write like questions or like advice to you, and you could read it. Mm-hmm. Um, on advice the- for me. No, no, like, so, like, or let's... Or I give them advice. You give them advice. So, yeah. like, so somebody says, like, oh, this happened, and I, I need advice or whatever, and then you talk about it on the podcast and give them advice. Yeah, yeah, there's this there's this podcast to listen to. It's called My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and it's these three brothers, and they're just comedians, kind of, and they just, it's they call it an advice, advice show, mm. and they just read this dumbest Yahoo answers question and give the dumbest advice, but it's so fucking funny <laughs> i read or i listen to because you got me into podcasts actually so i listen yeah. to this po- over. yeah shout out to nick Wagella for that <laughs> he you got me into um podcast so i've been listening to dear sugar oh and i haven't heard that one because here's the thing about podcasts a lot of them are targeted towards men 
Yeah, I hear there's a lack of a woman voice in it. Yeah, so I'm literally... Going... Uh, I just want to let you know we have about one minute till maybe a little less till we move on to the next segment. So we can keep this going for entertainment. So just keep keep going. Okay, yeah, we pretty much continued into entertainment. So anyways, going back to podcasts. So there's very few different types of um, women podcasts out there. So I'm Googling because I'm all about the girly stuff. Mm-hmm. So I Google like, all right, women's podcasts. And so there's this one called Dear Sugar. And it's like... Um, all about different relationships and like love and all this stuff um and it's a marriage therapist that's on there okay um but it's not all about marriage it's about other things too um like what if one of your partners wants kids and the other one doesn't beer number two entertainment well we're gonna take a curveball and for the start of this entertainment topic we're going to talk about podcasts and uh, female influences in them <laughs> So, as Amanda was saying... Here. Oh, good idea. Uh, I gotta get these other beers. Yeah, I'm still learning this so, podcast stuff. Dear Sugar... Do, wait, who's it hosted by? Um, I can look it up. But what I was trying to say, though, is there's not that many female podcasts out there. But the ones that I have found are really good. And there's also this other one that's t- um, these, like, Gilmore Girls fans. It's called Gilmore Guys. <laughs> um, that one's hilarious. Wait, what, why is it called Gilmore Guys? Uh, because it's two gay guys that talk about their perspectives of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> and they actually, I listened to that podcast this summer, they actually got a role in one of the um, Gilmore Girls revival episode four they were like an extra in the movie oh really so um dear sugar is hosted by um it's called dear sugar radio cheryl Strayed and steve almond and what would you, would you recommend it for me no okay no it's definitely a girl thing but this is you know i feel like i'm bringing some of the women perspective into this podcast nice. today you know what i mean we have not had many women on uh, guests. <laughs> so, uh, and I, I, I'm definitely a girly girl. I like all that stuff. Um, and the other podcast I've been listening to, and I'm almost embarrassed about it, it's called Almost Fa- Almost Famous. Hey, that's a movie. It's, it's it has... Um, the, Why are you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed because it, The Bachelor, Ben Higgins, <laughs> and Ashley I are the hosts, and... I like it. It's entertaining to me, but it's all about the Bachelor um, community, and it's really bad. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm scrolling through my podcast app where I subscribe to 61 podcasts. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to see which ones are uh, like hosted by women or for women or whatnot. There's really not that many. I only found like 12 of them. Okay, so here's what I got on um, podcast Every Little Thing. Um, hosted by Flora Lichtman, I believe. Uh, she's really, she's really. Uh, I th- I like her a lot. She's a good host. It's by Gimlet. Gimlet does great stuff. It's just basically a podcast where they take a weird subject and just tell you everything about it. Like one of them, they talk to you about flamingos and how flamingos get a bad rep because basically, probably because they're pink. But did you know that flamingos can drink boiling water? Really? How do they do that? I don't. I'm not. I don't remember. But they can. <laughs> Uh, the next one I see is called Fake the Nation, hosted okay. by Nagin Farsad. She's a, a Muslim lady from Iraq, and she's a comedian, and they talk mm. about politics. She's hilarious. She is my 
She's my in, she's my favorite female podcast host. She's pro- that's probably a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's great. She's hilarious. Um, then there's the most chick podcast I listen to. I don't know if saying chick's offensive, but um, I say it all the time. I mostly I say chica. Yeah. Okay. Chicas. Yeah, I'm. Melissa doesn't like it being called a chick, so I feel bad saying it. <laughs> um, but it's called Guys We Fucked. Oh, I I have not heard this one, but I I've read about it. Seriously, listen to it. It's with uh, Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson, and they just basically it's called Guys We Fucked, the anti slut slut shaming podcast. Okay. And they just talk about like sex and everything. They always interview a guest. Uh, male and female guests mostly comedians but they're very woke and very present in the world today um let's see uh some of these i don't actually listen to so i'm skipping some of them well cereal yeah you've heard of cereal right no if you haven't listened to cereal yet listen to it what is it about it's like a serialized podcast where like every episode continues on with the same story like for each season oh that's cool sarah koning is the host and the first season the second season is i didn't like it that much but it was still really good first season is about um this guy that got convicted of killing his girlfriend Hmm. and how he denies it and how it kind of seems fishy that he would have been put in jail for this so yeah you should definitely check that's like if you don't even if, if you don't know what podcasts are which you do if you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. But um, if you have not heard Serial, listen to the first season. I guarantee you, you will not be able to stop. Guarantee you. And I want to just make a quick comment about podcasts too. Like, first of all, most of them are free. So yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome. Second of all, uh, it's like really, it's kind of calming and relaxing to listen to it. Right. Like I'll be cleaning my house, listening to a yeah. podcast. And the next thing I know, an hour has went by. And it makes cleaning like, actually like i get mad when like i can't clean anything else because i'm right. listening to my podcast another thing that's uh so i do podcasts or books on tape for long uh road trips mm-hmm. and that is like awesome too uh it's just it's just relaxing to me um so i would encourage that for anybody that's like likes music but you also want to change sometimes music gets a little boring mm-hmm. especially when you're like me and you listen to the same music for the last uh like 20 years mm-hmm. <laughs> hey i'm the same like 90s 90s pop radio got my tlc <laughs> uh, yeah um podcasts are great like for my job since i drive around and fill vending machines no one talks to me i don't have any coworkers. literally have an earpiece in all the time and i'm just constantly hearing podcasts are you yeah do you ever do books on tape i've only read one book on tape and it was really amazing but i don't i i because the thing with podcasts is like sometimes i drift out of focus okay because you know i'm like doing something where i have to like like count a certain thing and i skip a part of it but whenever that, that happens in a book i can't i can't just skip ahead i have to I know something paranoid about me. I like you know because when you know how you're reading normally, yeah, like you just daydream for a second mm-hmm. and you're not really reading. I always have to go back. I do too. Right. I'm, I think that's normal, and I do that with shows too. Mm-hmm. Like if I zone out oh, for a show, I, I have to zone go out back. for shows. Well, I'm on my phone, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on my phone, so I have to go back. I'm like, oh crap, I just missed. Well, and I, and sometimes uh, my job is hard to just like 
it's hard to just put it in the back of your brain. Yeah, it'd be hard for you because you're probably doing like active things like for your job because you have to like counsel kids and stuff, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Like, so- or like filling out paperwork, it'd be really hard for you to like ignore the paperwork. So that's why I listen to it mostly when I'm um, cleaning my house. Yeah, cleaning or driving are the best or running if you run or like, I don't know, doing nothing. And I actually, these, um, what are these called? Sound reducing headphones or something? Noise canceling. Oh, noise. Those, those aren't noise canceling, but yeah, that's what they would be called. Okay. So I bought some at the end of the year last year because uh-huh. um, I was using mics so much. And it's like the best investment I ever did because it's like, all right, mm-hmm. I just want, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like, I just want to be in my zone. I put my headphones on. And nice. like Mike kind of gets mad, but it's like a good way to tune everything out. Yeah. Um, do you have any other podcasts you want to recommend to the people? Um, that's all I've watched, really. Or that's all I've listened to is the Dear Sugar Gilmore Guys mm-hmm. and then Almost Famous. Um, well, for me, I can't recommend more Guys We Fucked. It's like probably my favorite, my actually my favorite podcast right now. Oh, oh, there's a few more I didn't see. Um, Criminal. Okay. If you're into, like, true crime and stuff. Criminals Hope It by uh, Phoebe Judge. I know all these people's names, and I'm not even reading their names. I'm just, I just memorize them because I listen to so many freaking podcasts. It sounds like you do. Yeah, but Criminal's amazing. Uh, she just basically takes a different aspect of crime and interview, like does a story about it, and it's only, like, 20 minutes long. And then the other one... Well, this one's not by... Well, no, it's half by a girl. I mean, it's called Nancy. Okay. And it's a podcast like, about gay culture. Mm-hmm. So it's by a lesbian girl and a gay guy. I don't remember their names because I haven't listened to it in a while. But it's done really well. And uh, yeah, I'd recommend it even if you're not gay. Like, it's just a nice podcast. And you can like, make... Podcasts help me. Like, I feel very woke with the world right now because of all the stuff that I'm listening to. Okay, so uh, if it's okay, I just wanted to go through. Um, this is actually where I got the recommendation of Dear Sugar okay. on this website. It's ten best podcasts every woman should know about. So, ooh, dear, ooh, okay, this yeah, this What's is the, that's what the website is. Yeah, okay. So, Dear Sugar Radio, that's the one I listen to. Um, that's the first recommendation. I already said who it's by. Um, the woman she wrote Wild and Tiny Beautiful Things. Um. They talk about real questions about relationships, empathy, intelligence. Um, another one is Invisibilia. Oh, I, I subscribed to that one, actually. Oh, do you? I okay. forgot. It's, it's not... I, I just subscribed to it and they ended their season, so I haven't listened to much. I listened to like one episode, but it was good. Seems It's pretty political. Yeah, it says emotions, beliefs, ideas, and assumptions are completely unraveled in this show. Um... I think it was like one of the best ranked podcasts ever is Invincibilia. Yeah. This American Life is on this list. Oh, yep. That's one, it's not hosted by a girl, but it's hosted by Ira Glass. But that is actually what I think the most well done podcast is, is This American Life. Oh, okay. You know a lot about this. Death, Sex, and Money is number four. Oh, this one. Um, oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I've never heard of it. Okay. <laughs> Let me well, see. Let me read about this. Yeah, re- read uh, it. We'll, we'll just alternate who's going to read uh, the synopsis. Okay. This is a podcast for all the days you just want to buck pol- polite dinner conversations and have some real talk. It 
dives into big questions about big things, including the difficult choices you, you wish you could talk to about your BFF, but sometimes having trouble bringing up in your day-to-day texts. All right, the next one is number five, love and radio. You can kind of think of Lovers Radio as the wilder, cooler cousin of This American Life. And don't be fooled. This show isn't all about love, but it definitely isn't scared of getting down to the electric, eccentric, and nitty-gritty parts of life. Unsure of which episode to pick first? Start with The Living Room. All right, number six, Stuff Mom Never Told You, a podcast that gets down to the business of being woman from every imaginal angle. Yes, please. This show delves into the myriad of top Topics related to women, including transgender representation on television, baby bumps, and pinup girls. Consider this one of the next road trips you'll take with your favorite girls. All right, number seven is how to do everything. Because you can totally do anything yourself, but sometimes you're wondering, what's the best way to never miss a meeting? Undo an email. Get published in the New York Times? Enter. This is the one-stop shop for all life's random how-to questions. Hmm. That one I might actually start listening to. I do listen to this next one. Oh, okay. Star Talk, number eight. When I asked my aunt what podcast she thought all women should listen to, she didn't miss a beat before naming this one. Star Talk is the radio program hosted by Neil deGrasse Tyson, the renowned expert on space. We all could probably use a bit more science in our lives, and here it comes with clarity, excitement, and Tyson's weekly special guests. Yes, uh, Star Talk from experience listening to this one uh it's one of the first podcasts i started listening to i haven't listened to it much lately because mm-hmm. after you listen to it for like every episode because it comes out twice a week after you listen to it all the time for over a year like the stuff they start talking about you already know because like okay. there's only so much you well at least stuff that interests me but um they do have a lot they have a lot of uh all different kinds of scientists on there and they talk about crazy stuff about space time and climate change and hmm and everything to deal with it okay all right number nine the lively show when it's the first when it's first in the morning and you're getting ready for work you want something that's going to make you want to get out and have the best day ever right well then this show is for then this show should be your new morning listen uh then, then this show should be your new morning listen Featuring interviews with entrepreneurs and successful women, The Lively Show is all about intention and inspiration. The host, Jess Lively, talks to women about how they got their start, radical authenticity, relationships, and so much more. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. All right, and number 10 is happens to be Gilmore Girls, Gilmore Guys, which I already talked about. Technically, this is a cod, podcast for women who watch Gilmore Girls, but that's really all women women right <laughs> i hope you watch gilmore girls awesome show the show is hosted by two guys one who has watched gilmore girls before and one who has never has dissecting the episodes talking that's a great concept it is really a good one anyways talking to people involved with the show there's even an episode where everyone's favorite diner owner luke it's lighthearted, entertaining and my favorite thing to listen to when I went something light and fun. Plus, it's nice to know I'm not alone in analyzing all the Roy- Rory's relationships. Hashtag Team Jess forever. Me too. I'm Team Jess. I'm totally going to do this podcast <sighs> with Lost. But okay, going back to Gilmore, guys. So they it's <laughs> they actually interview um, the people on the show. Mm-hmm. So they, they interviewed Lorelai. I'm blanking on what her actual name is. I can't remember. Lorelai or Lorelai Jr.? 
Lorelai. What's her real name? Oh my god. Lorelai. Oh, what the actress's yeah, name is? Yeah, I can't remember. But oh. anyways, they actually interview her. And then they interview a few other people that are really from the show. So it's a good podcast. Definitely recommend that. Do they interview Lorelai Jr.? Who's that? Rory. I don't remember listening to one where they interviewed Rory. I just like to call her Lorelai Jr. Because she is technically Lorelai Jr. <laughs> Do you... Okay, real talk. Do you watch Gilmore Girls? No, real talk. It... <laughs> kind of bugs me and i don't know why (laughs) okay i when i first heard about gilmore girls and it first was on tv i'm like they talk way too fast but Mm. it is a good show for guys and girls it really is i'm sure it's fine but i'm never gonna watch it and it it bugs me can i just say we're really getting a girl perspective on this podcast today (laughs) (laughs) good good what other, what other girl thing do we want to look about? <laughs> look up? Well, I mean, the next topic was 10 top movies with strong female leads. So, <laughs> girls are taking over today. <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to look up something like that? Or do you want to just... You, why don't you look up top 10 um, movies for strong female leads? And we'll compare it to Amanda's and list. And we'll compare it to my list. Well, go over quickly your list while I look this up. All right, ladies. So, if you agree with my list, call in. <laughs> To this anonymous. Call in. Five, 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 all fives. <laughs> I'm actually having a lot of fun. Okay. <laughs> so my top 10 movies with strong female leads. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Clueless. Legally Blonde. Dirty Dancing. Pretty Woman. 10 Things I Hate About You. The Blind Side. Pretty in Pink. Precious. The Devil Wears Prada. And Miss Congeniality. So those are my top 10. And personally, out of that whole entire list, The Blind Side is like one of my top favorite movies. I love that movie. Notice saying Sandra Bullock is in two of these movies. All right. Well, let's see how many you got from an article by Her Campus. Okay. And let's see who wrote it so I can give credit. Um, It's by Janine Adulogy. Adulogy. It's top 20. Okay. Uh, but I'll start from 10. So this is the 10th most ones. Where your list went from 1 to 10, right? Or you, yours wasn't particularly ranked? Um, No, it wasn't particularly ranked. I just put some movies in there. Okay, so number 10, The Sound of Music. Oh, okay. Which, if you don't know, it's I believe it's about a... All right, here, I got it. I, I have, have you ever seen The me. Sound of Music? I've seen it, but I... It's Probably about a it nanny. School. Isn't it about Nazis and some something? It's about a nanny who like helps these children and then she's singing and oh gosh. The, I mean the picture they have for it is of a woman playing guitar on like a mountainside. Yeah. She, a bunch of children. She, yeah. She like is the nanny and she like sings all the time and plays music. I thought it had something to do with Nazis. Didn't it have something to do with Nazis? A woman leaves an Austrian convent to become a governess to the children. So she, like, leaves Austria to become this nanny, basically. Hmm, okay. All right, well, number nine, Pretty Woman. Hey. Did you put that on your list? I did. But Julia Roberts, she was a... I hear a lot of complaints about this movie from the podcast I listen to with women. Why? Isn't it about a girl who is... A hooker that just falls in love with a man and like I don't know it seems like a little like oh knight in shining armor thing um, like you need a man to get out of your slump or something I think yes 
but there's probably more to it. But I want to go I've back. I've never seen the movie, so. I want to go back to Sound of Music real quick. Okay, so okay. a woman leaves an Austrian convent to become a governess to the children of a naval officer widower. So I wouldn't say it necessarily has to do with Nazi. I just, I mean, I've only seen it like one time forever ago. Don't okay. quote me on this. All right. But I, but I do, she was an Austrian convent. Okay. So Pretty Woman. I have seen it a while ago. Um, Julia Roberts is in it, you said. Yeah, yeah. And she's awesome. Well, you, you put that in your list. I did. I don't remember what it's about, though. I have a bad memory. Amanda's list was really well thought out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next one Yay. because we are running low on time. Oh, are we? Um, we have, let's see, we have, we are on minute 52 and we have until minute 59 and 50 seconds. So we got like seven, eight minutes. All right, number eight, Silence of the Lambs. Have you ever seen that? I can get down with this one. Jody, uh, Jody Foster's in it, I've right? seen it, but I wouldn't consider that, a sh- I wouldn't. Yeah, it's Jodie Foster. Consider that a sh- like a strong female lead. I would. Jody Foster's a lead detective on a murder case and has to go through all this scary shit. And this movie actually won the Oscar for Best Picture. Did you know that? Oh. So Pretty Woman, going back to Pretty Woman real fast. So <laughs> We're going to read the next movie and then we're going to go back to the one before it. <laughs> man in a, it says, a man in a legal but hurtful business sees an escort for some social events, hires a beautiful prostate. Nope. Prostate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Prostitute he meets only to fall in love. All right. So yes, it is about an escort. <laughs> I love your prostate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number seven, Pretty in Pink. Was that on your list? Yes. Uh, I've never seen this one. Uh, Molly Rickwall's in it. Yeah, love her. Um. Okay. Uh, do you want to go back to Silence of the Lambs real quick? <laughs> no, that movie sucks. <laughs> uh, do you have anything to say? I've never seen it. So. Um. It's an eighties teen flick. I would say. It shouldn't be on the list. You wrote it on your list. Silence of the Lambs? Oh, no. I'm talking about Pretty in Pink. Oh, Pretty in Pink. Well, I have seen that movie before. All right. We'll come back to it after I read the next one. <laughs> next, number six, The Blind Side. Yay! <laughs> you I, did pretty good. The, I love The Blind Side. Like, Sandra Bullock is my girl. Um, The Blind Side is... It's a football movie, too. I know. It's a know. football movie. And it's like so... I don't care if it's controversial or whatever. I it's it's an inspired movie, and I I just love it. Okay. Do you want me to re- read the description about Pretty in Pink? Sure. It's a poor girl must choose between the affections of her duding childhood sweetheart and a rich but sensitive playboy. And Molly Ringwald is in it, and you know she's like a high schooler, and yeah, it's a good movie. Okay, um, number five, Chicago. You ever seen it? I've seen it, but it's not on my list. Okay, this this is the thing that says for it from her campus. Mm-hmm. Women's prison narratives might be popular nowadays thanks to Orange's new black, new black, but we can't forget the original. A group of female prisoners who share only one thing in common: they all murdered their husbands. Devilishly, <laughs> devilish, sexy, and fiercely independent. <laughs> these ladies prove that men are not irreplaceable. Or untouchable. Hey, maybe that's a good movie. Kind of yeah, like well, it. Well, I mean, it's number three. <laughs> I just look forward on this list, and I have to say, this this list will discredit itself soon. 
All right. All right, number four, Heathers. Not this one, but uh, it's called Heathers. Okay. I don't know about it. This darkly humorous cult classic turns the teen movie genre's head. Veronica is the heroine because she doesn't settle for the guy in the end, handsome as Christian Slater may be, but chooses to save the school, stop glorification of teen suicide, and not con- conform to any social norms. That one, I would say, might be a good one to see. We should watch. Put put that in the list, Heathers. All right. <laughs> This is where this list gets stupid. Number three. All right. The Avengers. Oh, come on. What the fuck? Why is that on there? I don't know. Why is it on here and why is it number three? Yeah. Here's what it says. Scarlett Johansson was the perfect pick to play by far one of the greatest female superheroes of all time. Black Widow is just perfection. There's no other way to describe it. Okay, okay, okay. No. No. And I, when I think of like movies with strong female leads, The Avengers is not coming to mind. Yeah. Well, put Wonder Woman on there. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I don't know. I don't know. For some reason, when, when I think of strong female lead, it's immediately coming back to like maybe these movies. It's not The Avengers where it's a group of like six superheroes and one of them's a girl absolutely not and it's about like it's these movies that could be real but they're not like they're not they're usually fiction but they're based off a book or something like wonder woman have a strong female lead because that's like that's different than other superhero movies the way they made that it was directed by a woman first superhero movie i believe to be directed by a woman and star woman oh okay and you know and it did it just like it, it you can tell it was made by a woman you know it's not over like glorifying like sexiness and shit um okay so we are running those we're gonna keep going uh number two out of africa with meryl streep never seen it it's meryl streep's in it it's probably good Mm -hmm. many of you never heard of this 1985 film which earned meryl streep one of her many oscar nominations but it's one not to be missed yes it is a love story to a certain degree but what's more fascinating is the other storyline that exists a woman who goes from being spoiled society wife to a heroic icon who attempts to save the lives of all south african workers and her vast lands despite the hurdles she faces along the way truly an epic story of courage love and compassion and you will never be the same after watching it all right what's number one all right i don't know if you had this on your list but i really hope you did Aaron Brockovich. I don't. Ah, how do you not have that i this should one have is, though this, this, that's a good one this is a good one to put as number one but i don't give your list any credit um your <laughs> name again well okay breakfast at tiffany's definitely should be on there janine adulogy yes. okay well here let me give you real quick 20 through 19 breakfast at tiffany's flash dance basic instinct clueless across the universe nothing but the truth kill bill i love kill bill legally blonde dirty dancing 10 things i hate about you hey that's a lot of the movies i have mm-hmm only one. I, oh, you've just you probably just forgot about Aaron Brockovich. I well, the only it's ones, not a very fun movie. The only ones that were on there was Precious, The Devil Wears Prada, and Miss Congeniality. Precious is a very like serious movie. Oh, is that the movie with the uh, the the black actress? Mm-hmm. With like she was like bigger. Yes. Right. Um, it's a very. Did she win something for that? Yeah, I think she did. It's a very serious movie, but it's it's a it's a good strong female lead. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I think the last time I watched the Oscars because I kind of stopped watching them. I think they that was the year whoever the actresses that won that, and I saw their like like a clip of her performance when they were showing it. I was like, oh damn, 
Yeah, it was. Girl a, can act. I actually watched that movie in um, college, my bachelor's college class. But Aaron Brockovich, we watched this movie in film school when I went to film school. They showed us this, and uh, it's a good movie. I don't know why, but I don't really like Sandra Bullock that much. Oh, I love her. I'm sorry to break your heart. And the Devil Wears <laughs> Prada, um, Meryl Streep's in that, right? Meryl Streep. I don't know. I've never seen it. I think she is. I'm sorry. Every- it's not because I don't watch girl movies. I just don't watch a lot of movies. Oh, Devil Wears Proud is good. Uh, Miss Congeniality. Okay, that's a great movie. And I'm sorry you don't like Sandra Bullock. Fear number three. Oh, the president grabbed me. <laughs> All right, on to the final beer. Everyone's favorite beer. Um, politics. Much to talk about with this. Uh, so, But before we move on to that, there are some things that we didn't talk about. I know. In the last one, which we're not, some of them we're not going to talk about. This one probably can relate to politics. I feel like I, we're not, like, am I doing good? Like, I feel like I don't, I, we're, we're running over on time. It's okay. We do this every time. All right. I mean, did you listen to last week's episode? Who was on it again? Mike Wells and Keith? Uh, I don't think so because I tried to listen to it and it was um, the wrong one. Yeah, I know. I uploaded it wrong and yeah. I just fixed it like the other day. But... Listen to it and just listen to the first section and Mike Wells goes off on this big tangent about him trying to find the Little Caesars Arena. Well, <laughs> while allegedly under the influence of certain oh. substances. <laughs> oh, boy. So, um, okay. So what else do we need to talk about? Okay. So this relates to politics, so it's fine. Okay. Um, Kevin Spacey. All right. We had, this in, we had this in entertainment originally because... Entertainment's kind of hard to fill when uh, you don't mutually watch shows. But Kevin Spacey, um, uh, there were allegations against him that he committed sexual assault. And Amanda's going to look up on who the actor was, but it was an actor who was 14. I believe Kevin Spacey was 26 at the time. And it was in a hotel room, and Kevin Spacey, like, I don't know, grabbed his junk, forced him onto a bed, and, like, followed him out the door creepily when he made an excuse to leave. Um, and, you know, okay, I'm sure a lot of actors out there have committed sexual assault and, you know, used their power as men to convince someone of a situation against their will, almost. And the weird, the you know, the, the issue with this, and I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how everyone feels about this, but he also, Kevin Spacey, decided to come out of the closet the day these allegations came out, which, from what many people I've seen tweet, Kevin Spacey picked the only wrong time it is to come out. <laughs> like, you don't come out of the closet after you have been <laughs> uh, accused of sexual assault. Like, it seems like bad, bad timing. Yeah. Terribly, terrible timing. Um, Kevin Spacey does not deny it. He just said he does not remember it and has the utmost symp- um, sympathy. Uh, and then he came out as a gay person. Oh, I just saw it. It says um, he was accused of assaulting actor Anthony Rapp. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who he is, um, but he was a, a minor at the time. And then there's been like numerous celebrities that have have spoke out against this, um, saying that like he came out at the wrong time, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's never really there shouldn't really be a bad time to come out because you know it's already hard enough to do. But 
<laughs> Kevin Spacey found it. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about this? I mean, I don't know. I think of this in a different shade than I think of sexual assault towards a woman, but not that I'm excusing it. I'm just think it's less. I don't, those are terrible words that I'm mixing it up again. But what do you think, Amanda? Okay. Well, bottom line is you're touching a minor. Oh, I didn't, I didn't even think of that That's aspect wrong. of it. That's wrong. You know, I don't care if you're a guy or girl or when you're touching a guy or girl or whatever, you're mm. touching a minor and that is wrong. There's no doubt. Like, like I have no way of justifying that behavior. You should never, ever touch a minor inappropriately, um, sexually and... Um, yeah, especially in the over overtly like graphic ways that Spacey allegedly did. Absolutely, and so so you know we're looking at a couple different things right here. Okay, so he decided he came out as gay mm-hmm. when this story came out, and then also he's assaulting a a male. Mm-hmm. But the problem that Anthony Rapp. the biggest problem that I have about all of this is that they were minors at the time. And yeah, like teenagers. Wait, is there more? Well, yeah, there. He like there's like three people that came out that said like that said Kevin Spacey assaulted mm-hmm. them. Oh, I didn't even know that. I mean, look it up just so I'm okay. I'm not making this stuff up. But um, so and uh, so on Twitter, um, Spacey issued a statement on Twitter in which he claimed he had no memory of the encounter. He apologized to Rap for deeply inappropriate drunken behavior and publicly came out as gay for the first time. Wow. I don't care if you're drunk or not. It is never okay to touch a minor and sexually assault a minor. Oh. I don't know where this is coming from. (laughs) My computer was muted. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry about that, everyone. Oh, it's okay. Um, let's see. And so, some, there's uh, been some criticism from the LGBT community, with many people arguing that Spacey's sexual orientation has absolutely nothing to do with the allegations that he assaulted a minor. Um, and it's saying that r- rap alleged that Spacey drunkenly assaulted him after a party at Spacey's house. Um, oh, this is fucked up because they're all towards, like, younger people. Yeah, that's, that's where I, you know, sexual assault is never okay. Right. Never right. okay. You're putting minors into the picture now. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. And Well, so is sexual assault, but that's, that's I guess, minors is more illegal. Yeah, true. True, it right. is. Right, sexual assault is illegal, right? Well, okay, so if somebody is, like, catcalling you on the street, are they going to get well, arrested that's, that's for that? that's sexual harassment, though. Okay, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Se- you're right, you're right. So sexual assault, yes. But you have, I would say there's more consequences when it's a minor's involved. Right, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, like, like sexual assault and, like, just man to woman could be anything from, like, uh, like a hug, an unwanted hug. But like, okay, so if a so if a guy just comes up and slaps your butt, yeah, that's, that's sexual, sexual assault. assault. Mm-hmm. Are they gonna get arrested for that? 
No. I don't know. And and that's where, like, I mean, maybe they should. I don't... They're not going to get arrested for that. Okay? But this is somebody who assaulted a minor. And if you put that into perspective, let's say, like, a 40-year-old slapped a minor's butt, uh, he might get arrested for that. You know, if you go up and slap someone's butt and it's not wanted, something should happen. You should at least get, like, a ticket. <laughs> I know. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. I I listen to this one podcast because that's all I do and that's all I say. Um, uh, and it was somewhere in Australia. Some girl was doing a podcast and like it was she was not doing the podcast, but like some guys somebody slapped her ass at like a club, just randomly walked mm-hmm. up to her and she dragged him aside and like recorded him and talked to him about it. Okay. And. You know, the guy was basically like just saying he was just doing it to get a laugh and whatnot. And he talked openly about it and whatnot. And they had a discussion and came to an agreement. But the, the point what I'm trying to make is that like this shit happens because people don't know like what's right and what's wrong. And what's okay to be and what's not okay to be. Like be, if, if people know, and I think the future generations will get this. But, like, our generation now, they're not going to know that, oh, running up to girls, slapping her ass, that's going to be funny and cool without my boys. Like, they're all going to laugh. But in the future, they're gonna, if you go up and do that with all your friends, they're going to be like, what the fuck are you doing, man, dude? Well, and like, we need to make sexual assault not a cool thing for little kids to do. Not, not even absolutely. just little kids. And, I mean, okay. Like, there's two. There's, like, playful sexual assault is terrible and bad, but it's different than, like, pedophile sexual assault Absolutely. like Kevin Spacey. But you know what? Like, okay, here's the thing. Like, I've jokingly slapped people's butts before. Right. And well, it's also different when they're your friends. <laughs> oh, they weren't your friends. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, I've, you know, I made mistakes and, like, looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I should never have done that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's happened to me. You know, like yeah, yeah. I, I, it's happened to me where people that I don't know are grabbing my butt or something. And, um, especially going to Central, like that shit happens so much. I can't imagine. In college. As someone who never went away to college, I could It imagine. happens so much and it's, it's messed up. Mm-hmm. Like you, it is really messed up. The things that happen on college campuses are not okay. Mm. And, um, especially. You, you know, you go to parties, you you know, like, maybe two people there. you And those two people that you know walk away. And the next thing you know, all these people are coming up. And you, you it's just it's just not Especially a good as environment. A, as, a, as a girl, I would imagine it's, like, a, that's the thing. Different, different, like, from you slapping someone's butt that you don't know and someone you don't know slapping your butt. I'm assuming it's a guy. Um, there's, a, there's a power dynamic there because... Most of the time, a guy is going to be stronger than you and have the ability to overpower you. Like, but from the other from the other side around, like a girl slaps my ass, most of the time I'm going to be over be able to overpower her, and you know, be intimidate her and or not be intimidated by her. Yeah, it, I think it goes both ways though. You like I don't I don't like to say it goes both ways. It does go both ways, though. Like, I should not be putting my hands on another person's body that I don't right. know, and yeah. somebody else shouldn't be putting their hands on me. It no, goes yeah, both right, ways. Right. I meant, like, it's not as severe the other way. Like, it goes both ways, it should but be, though. it shouldn't be looked at 
the same way. But here, like, it should be both frowned upon, is... or not fr- not just frowned upon. Like, it should be both both ways should be not right and wrong, but one should be punishable more than the other. I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, what if you have somebody who's like very anxious, never went out to a party, and then this drunk girl comes up and slaps your ass, and you're like. Oh. A girl's never like, oh my god, a girl just touched me, and you just make that person so uncomfortable that they don't want to go to a party again. I don't. I I guess my thing. But that's different than making them uncomfortable that they're not going to go to a party again, or that uncomfortable that I'm not going to go to a party because I might get raped or something. Right, right, absolutely. But I guess I'm I'm just thinking about like slapping somebody's butt. Yeah, like well, that's I'm, what I'm thinking about. What I'm thinking about. about like what what makes that a fearful thing, you know? Um. Yeah, because you think if they're just gonna slap your butt, what else can they yeah. do? Yeah, yeah, I like guess. If you're I guess a guy, I see what you're, you're like, saying. what else can they do? Okay, maybe they can come and try to kiss me, but I can push them away. But you're a girl, maybe they can come and try to kiss me, but I probably what if I can't stop it? Yeah, I guess. I guess I see what you're saying. I think it goes both ways sometimes, though. It does. I I agree. I mean, I've 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 been sexually assaulted, and I'm sure I've sexually assaulted people. <laughs> I, like, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm nothing like super intense or anything, but. You know, it's just, it's different from guy to girl than it is from girl to guy, I think, yeah, personally. Yeah, and there's, there's different precautions, and I did listen to the podcast where Kim was talking mm-hmm. um, about this, and honestly... It, oh, good, I didn't. <laughs> I listened to it, and honestly, it really, like, helped me think about things differently, um, but... What, what, what I was going to say is, like, there's just different precautions that girl, sometimes that girls have to take. Um, like, for example, getting a Lyft or Uber ride. Um, right, I have yeah. to, I have to take a couple extra precautions that maybe Mike or you would, would have to take. Like, I text my friend saying, hey, or I'll, I'll text my friend when I get home. Like, I'm going to text you when I get home. And if mm. I don't text you, then you need to call me. You know, like, so I'm always, like, making a plan, like... Or I'll say, somebody needs to walk me to the car to make sure it's okay that I get into this car. So I'm always doing extra precautions um, when I do Lyft or Uber um, right. when by I myself. At, when I worked at Benny's, I never understood this. But um, end of the night, Lou would always make sure, because I would close, like we'd, we'd close down the bar so the waitress would go home. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd still have to be closing the kitchen. Um, and Lou would always make me go and walk a girl out, or he would go walk a girl to their car. Yeah, and I never realized like, oh, this is so pointless. Like, why would we do this? But like now I get it because I mean, look at human trafficking right now. Like people are just mm-hmm. getting abducted and shit. Like, yeah, of course, like they're not going to do anything with two people rather than one, you know. I definitely feel safer when I have another person with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Like, I've worked in Detroit before. I've worked um, a lot of different places. But, like, I always am very self-aware of my surroundings and try my best to have somebody around me. And if I don't have somebody around me, then I'm walking fast. I'm looking around me. I'm making sure, like, I'm just aware of my surroundings. Mm -hmm. And um, when when I did work late, I don't anymore, but when I did work late, uh, I would always have somebody walk me to my car. So, you know, there's just like extra precautions that I take. Um, and 
even when I was at Central, I used to, um, I lived about, I don't know, a mile away from school. And I would walk home late at night or ride my bike home late at night. And um, at one point, I was even carrying pepper spray. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you should. I don't carry it anymore. But at, at the time in Central, like, that was what made me feel safe. Yeah. Um, you should get a gun. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I don't carry it anymore. Um, but I, if girls do carry it around pepper spray or whatever, you know, I understand. You right. know, there's just, there's just extra steps and more awareness that you have to take uh, for your own safety and your friend's safety. And um, Yeah, and I think it's important for all the guys out there to realize this, like, to, like, understand why women feel this way. And, you know, not just to say, oh, you're a feminist. Like, you know, you're a feminist, too, if you think about it, unless you're an asshole. Either an asshole or a feminist. <laughs> well, <laughs> That's okay. serious, because feminism is just making sure it's equal between men and women. Like, equal jobs, equal rights, and equal d- decisions and everything. Okay. Equal you're voice. right, you're right. But I guess what I was talking about more is about safety. Yeah. Like that's what I'm talking about though is like this is, there's a there are extra things that women have to do to make sure right. that they're which, safe. Which that makes you in turn not as equal as us because we don't have to take these precautions. Right, right. So we need <laughs> so so the question comes down to how do we make you guys feel safe? As safe as we feel. And, I mean, it's never actually going to happen, but one of the ways that it could happen, in my opinion, is if we make, like, a culture change, like, and we teach people about, like, you're never going to not feel safe walking alone by yourself down, like, an alley, you know? And neither am I. Mm-hmm. But um, you need to feel safe, like, that you're not going to get, like, raped or something. Like, the worst case scenario, you get robbed, you know? That's different. But how do we teach people to respect women as much as they respect men. Yeah. Well, okay. So this isn't an answer to your question, but um, so I went to a party recently and uh, I happened to be there by myself. Um, Was this the party we were at? Yes. Okay. But, you know. Wait, you weren't by yourself? My significant other wasn't there. Okay. So me... She was, a, she was, air quotes, single for the night. I was not single. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's <laughs> but what like, men probably thought. Maybe, yeah. And we often, my boyfriend and I, often do our own thing. And we'll often, like, go to parties or go to events by ourselves. And Same here. It's fine. Like, it's not, it's, like, we're very comfortable doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this particular party that we went to, though, it was, like, I didn't feel comfortable at some points because people were saying things to me or people like these drunk people were coming up to me and I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, like you are way too intoxicated. I'm by myself. I don't really want to talk to you. So what I did was I had my good friend Adam over here um, stand right next to me. I'm like, Adam, I just need you to stand here. I'm like, I pretend we're having a conversation. I just need to stand here and did. And he like was awesome. He was so great. He was like basically like. Adam is an Adam Copeland. Yeah. So great. Just Shout basic, out to Adam. Shout out to Adam. Like I appreciate it. And I, that's what I feel like as like, as me, 
I guess as friends, like you need to watch watch out for your girls. You know, you got to watch yeah. out for those girls and like you're not dating them, you know, but you can still watch out for them and that's exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. He was he he made sure that this guy was oh, right. He made sure that this guy went away basically. I'm like, sorry I wasn't around, but I would I want you to know that I would have done the same. I know you would have. And it, you know, it's funny because I didn't even like I was so appreciative of Adam at that moment. But then five minutes later, I told another guy, (laughs) (laughs) basically, don't talk to me, and um, got into a little argument with him. Why'd you tell him not to talk to you? Did you do something weird? No, he did something weird to me. Oh, okay. What? Do you not want to say? That's fine if you don't. Oh, whatever. So this guy (laughs) kept um, coming up to me and saying, touch my nipple, touch my nipple. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And three times. Yeah, that's fucking weird. And like whispering into my ear, touch my nipple, touch my nipple. Like that's like, uh, I, I think that might be considered sexual harassment. I probably, agree. Right? Definitely. So like, ab- just, like, just like saying like, touch my dick, touch my dick. Yeah. But like more socially acceptable. And so apparently, and I talked to Jenna about it too, apparently um, he was doing it to her too. So after the third time, I had enough and I just, I just lost it. <laughs> no. No, I not. lost There's, it. No, I, and nobody was around. I was by myself. This guy was probably a, I don't know, foot taller than me. And I just said, "Look, you say this to me again, see what happens." You know what? Because I'm done. And I was so, I was so angry at that moment that like, I really don't care if you're male or female or what. Like, I was ready to fight him. I was so mad, and I'm not a fighter, even though you might think I am. I'm not a fighter. I don't think you are. But, but Amanda, I was so mad. Like, you cannot <laughs> talk to me that way. No, and th- here's here's the thing with something I have issue with what you just said, where you said you lost it. Mm-hmm. You know that you know what that means. Like losing it means when you say that term, that basically means like you lost your mind. You didn't lose your mind. You just were holding back. Something that should have been said the first time that was said to you. Mm-hmm. And the thing with a lot of the thing with girls that I always have hesitate to call like uh, a woman crazy because you guys are told that you're crazy from, from such a young age. Like, we are crazy though. No, that's just that <laughs> you guys are not crazy. That's just a thing. Like, I remember being younger and telling, talking with my friends about how crazy girls are. Like, our friend Christina particularly always telling her that she's crazy and i'm never gonna ever say that again about a girl or or a woman whatever you know um because that just makes them think like makes you guys think as as a collective that you guys are just prone to being crazy or that or you make your rational decisions or or something if, if you're on your period you're crazy like you're not you're just normal people that have like the same kind of irks and things that make you upset that men have and you know, the, the fact that you, like, don't want to lose in this guy and you want to wait and be so patient before you tell him not to do anything is, that's what's wrong. And But it's also something, like, I understand why you don't want to, like, blow up on him, but. So, okay, um, and we can move on, but I wanted to say one thing. We don't so, have enough time. We got to, this has got to be the rest of this conversation. Done. We, we got to keep, you're done with it? All right, I won't move on. Well, I just had a conversation with this about my, um, with somebody, Catherine's neighbor. And um, he was like, well, were you sending him signals? Bullshit. I hate that. Oh, that made me so angry. No, I was not sending him signals. And he's like, well, if you're sending him signals, then maybe he could say that. No, how about you just say fucking hello? 
Don't yeah. don't whisper in my ear, touch my nipple. Just say hello. Right. Yeah, and I mean, maybe that's his game. Like that's how he does it. But that's after- not game for all you <laughs> fellas out there. That's not game. If you want to talk to a girl, say hello. Right, but like here's the thing. Like, all right, so I'll, I'll give him a pass for the first time he says it to you, and you say no. Anytime after that, no. He's being a fucking asshole, and he's being harassing towards you. But you know, it's it's just you think because. His mindset is, if I keep telling her, eventually she's going to do it. You know, she's going to touch my nipple, and then she's going to be my girlfriend. But. All right, so we got off track. Um, how, much, how much time do we have? Because I want to talk about women's rights. Okay, well, let's just dive into it right now. We have about 10 minutes. All right, so um, there is this new birth control mandate that I wanted to talk about. Um, so basically, um, this new birth control mandate is saying that employers can have the right to deny women's insurance coverage for contraception. And I'm very, very concerned about this. So 55 million women actually access birth control without payments currently. And just, I'm one of those. I'm going to be honest. I am one of those women. Um, this is going to affect a ton of people if if employers now have the right to deny women based, um, you know, the f- on their religious beliefs. It could be. It could be. That's that's what the law says. Like you can't deny it because they're like black or something. You have to do it because of your religious beliefs. You don't believe in birth control because you don't. You know, just like you know, some some Catholics don't believe in right like pulling out. So. And, I mean, birth controls kind of went through its up and downs. Like, there's been some years where it's been covered, some years that it hasn't been covered. But um, when Obama was in office, like, my birth control was free. So, I I mean, I wanted to play this video that my girl, Sophia Bush, um, had... Sophia Bush? You know Sophia Bush? No, is that... George Bush's daughter? No, no. She's an, <laughs> she's an actress. But she just talks about birth control and like um, gives a perspective on how these lawmakers that are making these mandates uh-huh. are all men. Right. That's my problem, you guys. That is my problem. So I wanted to play it. It's like two minutes. Is that okay? Is that too long? No, I don't care. Okay. 71% of our elected officials are men and they don't know shit about birth control. Birth control is about more than just contraception. Have you ever been kicked in the nuts repeatedly? Like, over and over again? No. Well, that's what it feels like to experience menstrual pain. And that's why 31% of women and girls take a pill to ease it. And then there are the women, 28% of pill users to be exact, who use it to regulate the flow of their periods. Now I realize words like flow might be uncomfortable for you. If you want to regulate my access to birth control, you're going to have to deal with it. Flow. Anyway, 14% of women use the pill to control chronic acne, which studies show can even impact your chances of landing a new job. And, I'll let you in on a secret, some women use birth control so that they can have sex without getting pregnant. Newsflash, that's a good thing for those women, and also for their partners who aren't ready to be parents. After all, contraceptive access has been proven to reduce abortion rates. Side note, if you are using birth control for fun, consensual sex, more power to you. 
And for the lawmakers who really believe that telling women to stop having sex is a real alternative to birth control, let me set you straight. You're not telling men to have less sex ever. And you want to keep Viagra covered by insurance. Viagra. If your fantasy ability to chase us around with your four-hour erections isn't up for debate, our contraceptive access definitely shouldn't be either. No matter what reason women have for using birth control, it shouldn't be lawmakers' business or your boss's business. Birth control is basic health care. American women already know this, and now you do too. So share this video if you think the Trump administration needs a basic lesson about birth Yeah, control. I agree with... Like, okay. literally everything she says. So, Sophia Bush is my girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, she makes a lot of good points. First of all, why are these men... Like, it's men, basically. Majority men yeah. making decisions on yeah. whether we can take birth control or not. I have a huge problem with that. I have a huge problem with, like... Slightly, slightly at the top, I would just address for one second, like... The, the debate about um, abortion... I have a huge problem having men decide that too because it is not our bodies and not anything that we should be responsible for or have to be not that came out wrong but not our bodies not our decision anyways go on yeah i mean i i i guess sophia bush covered most of it but mm-hmm. birth control is used for a lot of different things it can be used for acne right. it can be used for heavy periods it could be used for anything it doesn't necessarily mean you're using it because you don't want to get pregnant. Although, if it is more ta- more power to you, who cares? Um, yeah, if you want to just have sex, like the guys we fucked podcast, everyone seriously listen to that. Like, that's all about having sex. Like, girls can have want to have sex and have just as much, if not more, sex than guys can have or want to have. You know, sex is fucking great. Everyone loves it. So what bothers me about this, though, is like, so our, like Sophia said, our employers or our lawmakers or our bosses are going to have control over whether we can get birth control or not? Hell no. Right. That's Absolutely not. Are our bosses making a decision whether we can buy condoms or not? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, it, I don't understand why they're allowed to have control over whether I'm, I can get birth control or not. Some of those birth controls can be really expensive. Some of them, if you get the generic kind, can be cheap, like ten dollars, um, twenty dollars. But if you, some of our, some people can't have generic birth control, and it can be very, very expensive right. without insurance. I encourage all women that are still like covered by some insurance i don't know if this law is immediately kicked in but get if you don't want to have a kid in the next five years get and they're called iud's right yeah but i mean well it's it hasn't i don't think it's fully passed um but it's it's on its way and that's why protesters are just like no like this cannot be this cannot get through right and as men that because you are because trust me Guys, if you're listening to this, you are a feminist unless you're an asshole. You are a feminist because it doesn't. It all it means is that you think women and men should be equal in everything. Yep. So you are a feminist, and it's more important. It's very, very, very important for us to stand by our women and fight for them, and not just be idle while these other assholes, because they are not feminists, try to take away their rights to benefit themselves and in turn yourselves because 
I mean, yeah, anything that would negatively affect women is going to affect me, affect me probably positively. But that's bullshit and shouldn't happen. Well, it's just, I, I mean, they already have so many, like, they're, you know, they're, there's laws that they're trying to get for like abortion and then there's other things about um the day after pill and now you're gonna try to take away birth control yeah i feel like that's just it's just all money grab like they don't actually i don't think they actually care if women have birth control or not they just don't want to pay for it they don't Uh, want to pay for abortions like yeah i'm sure some i'm sure some of the super religious people do but those people there's no way that there's a majority of them in power. It's hard to say. One more thing I want to say. Chelsea Handler is actually ending her talk show to fight for women's rights. She has a Netflix talk show that um, is really great. But anyways, so she wants to be better informed citizen. So she is actually um, a very like activist for women's rights. Um, and she wants more women in public office. I think we all do. And so she's going to be... Um, taking some time off and she's gonna be traveling around the country listening to college students gaining more understanding about this political divide um but i was just really excited that um chelsea handler you know she's really trying to yeah discover more information about politics another another um woman actor uh i don't would you consider chelsea handler an actor or just a host probably the same probably about the same thing yeah but uh rose mcgowan she's like a big proponent of this she's the one that like leaked all the harvey weinstein stuff like she like she forego like a million dollar buyout not to say anything just so she could keep going these things she also just got charged from january like she had cocaine in her bag and it happened in january and Mm -hmm. she just got charged from that i don't know maybe it's part of harvey's evil plan because he controls a lot but and it, I, we'll elaborate that more on a future split six. Yeah. But we are out of time. I I extended it by uh, a, a little bit. But um, Amanda, seriously, thank you for joining me. I hope I did good. You I had did a lot really of well. fun. You did really well. I And I hope I brought this women perspective. And like I hope I brought some more women viewers to this podcast. Yeah. If you're out there, you want to be on this podcast... You know me, Nick Wagella. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at nwagella for all of them. Um, yeah, we'll do this every week. I don't, I don't currently don't have a, someone scheduled next week, but you got to know about baseball if you're going to be on next week, and you have to have watched Stranger Things. But anyways, please follow Split Six Media on Facebook. Tweet at me at nwagella. Uh, follow me on Instagram at nwagella, and most importantly. Uh, review, rate, and subscribe all five stars at Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, Amanda, do you want people to follow you or you don't care? Please whisper in don't Amanda's follow ear. Me, but you know what? Touch my nipples. No, don't do that. <laughs> Take care, everybody. I had so much fun with y'all. And as always, thanks for splitting six, six. with us. Take care. <laughs>